0: Welcome listeners to the Teacher Think Aloud podcast, Friends of the Podcast. Woo! I'm your co-host Anna and I'm Shay. This is our first ever video episode and we're super mm. psyched and well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm also a little nervous. I'm uh, <laughs> worried I'm going to mess up. Um Shay, how how you doing? <laughs>
1: A little nervous. Yeah. Mm. A a lot sweaty. Um, (laughs) It's it's pretty daunting to be on camera. It turns out. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you know, we're going to mess up a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And if you listen to the blooper reel, you already know we have mm-hmm. a history. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: But still we wanted to bring all our listeners into our process. And we also wanted to create more connection among our listener community, mm-hmm. our friends of the podcast.
1: Yes. So you're more than welcome to listen to this episode on Spotify or Apple podcasts or Google podcasts or, or Anchor, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get your yeah. podcast. Right. So but we, we also invite you to get the full effect of this mm-hmm. experience, if you will, uh, by watching this episode on YouTube. Yep. Yep. So without
0: <laughs> further ado, bring in the theme song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Enough dancing here. No one wants to see that. So (laughs) many moons ago, we asked our listeners to share a little bit about themselves and their teaching context
0: and we received several lovely responses we
1: did and what we're going to do today is listen to those responses and debrief a bit about what we've learned about our friends so to kick us off let's introduce our friends of the podcast well actually let's let them introduce themselves
2: hi shay and anna this is heather from pittsburgh pennsylvania and you know that i am a huge friend of the teacher think aloud podcast i am the assessment supervisor in a university-based iep and our students come from all over the world many of them are wanting to study at the university or pursue a higher degree but some are just people from the community who want to improve their english
3: Hi everybody, I'm Sama from Iran. I'm Sama. an English teacher in EFL context and my students are mostly teenagers, mm-hmm. 11 to 17 years old.
4: My name is Dustin, he, him. Hey, Dustin. And I'm currently located in South Korea, although that will change in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. I'll be going back to Michigan to teach. Oh, so cool. currently I teach at an English village it's a place for kids to come and experience the English speaking world. It started many decades ago in Korea. There were kids who couldn't afford to go abroad. So they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll bring the UK and America and Canada and South Africa and Ireland to you. The kids mm-hmm. come in from all the elementary schools in my city, Hansan. So it's just mm-hmm. two days, elementary school students, and we hope they have fun. Our, our main goal yes. is for them to enjoy English. Nice. Hello,
5: this is Ekaterina Pipia. I go okay. by she, her. Mm-hmm. I'm a professor in education at International Black Sea University, which is located in Tbilisi, <coughs> Georgia. At the university, <coughs> I coordinate PhD program in education sciences and uh, master programs in education administration. Also, I work for PH International Tbilisi as an integrated teaching specialist and the teacher trainer there. Wow.
6: My name is Amir Hussein Khubru and my pronouns yay. are he, him, his and I'm from Iran based in Tehran. Mm-hmm. I teach English to students at schools, different language institutes and also some one-on-one classes.
7: Mm-hmm. Hello, my name is Sherry McKay. I go by yay. she, her. I have two teaching contexts. The first is with a nonprofit globally connected that I co-founded and I teach a group of Afghan women in this class and my second context is with another initiative I started called Transformational Learning Communities, ESL with TLC. Mm -hmm. With this program I am doing teacher training and specifically around trauma-informed practices. Mm. Hello everyone, I'm Margaret Gevorkian from
8: Armenia. Currently I'm working in an after-school English language program at American University of Armenia where I'm teaching general English to students of different age and language proficiency levels. I'm also an ESP trainer and Mm. I'm teaching ESP courses to students working in the fields of service restaurant
9: business and tourism. My name is Mkita Mpateni. I go by the pronouns of her and she, and I come from Cape Town, South Africa. I'm currently residing in the Kurdistan region in Iraq. I've been here for the past 10 to 11 years. When I came here to Kurdistan, I started off as being a writing instructor for the academic preparatory program at the American University of Iraq, Suleimani. And after a couple of years, I became the deputy director of the program. And now I'm currently the director. The majority of our students are Kurdish. And then the rest of our students come from the south of Iraq. So we have some Mm. Arab Iraqi students that also join. We have a lot more males than females. Mm -hmm. But that has been changing in the last couple of years.
0: Good, good.
9: Amazing.
0: (laughs) It's it's. Great to hear from all these wonderful friends of the podcast and Mm -hmm. wow, what a a diversity of teaching contexts they bring to the table and with such diverse groups of students, Mm -hmm. we've got school teachers in EFL and ESL contexts, um, university and adult learning experts, experts in ESP people who work in community ESL services for immigrants and refugees, teachers working in boutique language learning programs, such as English language
1: villagers. Mm -hmm. And and teacher trainers and and leaders too.
0: Yeah. So lots of great teacher leadership in this group Mm -hmm. and and not to mention uh, two of our friends today are Also fellow podcasters, Mm -hmm. Heather and her colleague Eche are the hosts of English as a singing language. Mm -hmm. And Dustin is the host of Sandman Stories Presents. Check them out.
1: So good. Next up, a few of our friends told us more about why they love what they do.
6: Teaching is a great job. There's a saying that says, if you love what you're doing, you cannot call it a job. So this Mm -hmm. is your love. You're never tired, you're never feeling exhausted, this is something that you love. So and true. teaching is something that I have always loved. There are some days that I don't feel really well, I'm not in a good mood, sure. but at the moment when I step into the classroom, I get a lot of positive energy from my students. The best yes. reward for
8: me as a teacher is to see joy and smile on my students' faces when they are
9: learning yeah. something new are making progress. Being able to see somebody learn and build their knowledge, not just in language, but in themselves, to be able to gain their
2: own confidence, being able to achieve their goals, that's the best part of my job. Mm. Our students come from every continent in the world, and that's really one of the things that I love about my job. Mm -hmm. I get to interact with people from everywhere, every day, and I just love that. It's Um, it's a secret, (laughs) but truly sometimes I feel that I learn more from my students than they do from me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I learn something new every day Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I just love that.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I think Amir might win quote of the day. Teaching is a great job.
1: like Good yes, slogan, right? Yes. It's simple, but it's so effective at conveying what I think many of us feel. It's mm-hmm. such a rewarding, fulfilling job. Heck yes. No matter how bad your day is, there's a good chance that your connection with your students, the learning that you see taking place as Zimkita and Marguerite both said, it'll brighten your day. Yeah. And I mean, that's not saying that teaching isn't challenging. (laughs) It can be
0: frustrating and exhausting. Uh (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, of course. But what Heather said about learning something from her students every day, I think that that rings true for many teachers. Yeah. And within our ESL context, teaching English to diverse populations of learners from around the world it's such a great opportunity to learn about different cultures and languages and places and people. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it. I mean, it's just the best, you know, mm-hmm. teaching English is a great job yes. and it, and this really <laughs> goes hand in hand with what our friend Dustin said, mm-hmm. his philosophy of teaching, if you
4: will. Well, uh, one thing that I, I want folks to know and enjoy is, Uh, not everything has to be graded and not everything has to be like tested on. Sometimes it's just the experience and sometimes, you know, for the kids just to have a good time. We're, we're not Mm -hmm. like a a super serious academic institution, Mm -hmm. but we are there to have fun. And I've had kids come back. I've been at the same place almost 10 years. So I've had kids come back in high school and a couple in college. Mm-hmm. That came back and said, "You know what? Uh, having a really fun time at the English Village with you kind of helped me go towards my major in university." Oh, awesome! Like, uh, wow,
0: yeah. Huge. You saw me
4: for a couple of days in fourth grade, and you were like, "Wow, this is fun! Wow, this is really fun!" <laughs> nice. I'm like, Sweet. "Okay, teaching doesn't have to be super serious. Everything's right. rigid. Yeah. It, it can be fun, and can it can be." You know, fun cross-cultural stuff because they're learning about me and I'm learning about them. Mm -hmm. I call them teacher all the time. Hey, Korean teacher. Hey, (laughs) Hey, student teacher.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, I love that. They're learning about me and I'm learning about them.
0: Cross-cultural oh, gold right there.
1: A of gold. <laughs> and I love that Dustin mentions students coming to him later in life, telling him how inspiring he was and what an impact he had on their life paths. Like what? That's yeah. that's amazing. And I, I'm sure many teachers have felt that before. I yep. hope anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's the best
0: <laughs> feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. really is those human connections and fun that that truly is the gateway into learning English for many learners I think Mm -hmm. you know Dustin's experience at the English village he works at reminds me of way back when I learned worked at an English language summer camp for English speaking kids I didn't
1: know you did that
0: yeah it was super random um but and and that whole approach to language learning Mm -hmm. focusing on fun first, Mm -hmm. I think that really motivated the kids to at least be interested in learning the language. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, you have to start there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it isn't only in contexts like these, these outside of school Mm -hmm. contexts where we can create fun, enjoyable learning experiences. When we asked our friends what their strengths as teachers were, the idea of having fun in the classroom and creating safe spaces for learning came up quite a bit. I love teaching English and I teach
3: students with games Mm -hmm. and I enjoy teaching them when they work in a group of teams or have a lot of fun in their learning.
7: As far Mm -hmm. as my strengths, I would say it's connection. I feel like I've always been able to connect with my students because fundamentally, and especially when we are working with a population with refugee background, Mm -hmm. safety is key. Mm -hmm. Safety trust and so i want them to feel at ease and so they're inspired to learn Mm
6: -hmm. the first thing as my strength is building rapport i Mm -hmm. imagine i can build a great rapport between myself and my students there is a positive environment in my class where everyone enjoys where everyone loves to be there
2: i try to create a comfortable atmosphere where Mm -hmm. everyone can interact and use English and not be afraid of making mistakes. I've really been working on giving feedback in a meaningful, comprehensive way. Being a good teacher is being a good listener. Uh, You're able to adjust (laughs) your
9: lessons, you're able to address their needs. And also being able to see my students beyond them just being people in the classroom, Mm. but to also see them as actually unique individuals that have Mm. many talents.
5: i love to say that my classroom is a living body and i try Mm. to feel a pulse right so sometimes we need to deviate from the plans if it is needed respond Mm. to our students interest create a positive and safe environment for them to talk i use a lot of humor (laughs) i try to create a stress-free environment for my students Mm. so they feel safe I believe that teaching is not like copying and pasting the knowledge you have (laughs) in your mind because We are all human beings with different emotions and feelings, and we understand things differently. Mm -hmm. I always allow my students to filter the information I'm sharing, ask them to Mm -hmm. personalize, Mm -hmm. tailor to their context, and then talk about this.
8: My main strength is that teaching is not just a profession for me. It's my hobby and an integral part of my life. I treat my profession as a mission, which requires a lot of energy commitment, dedication, and of course, love and care towards every single student. I think that my role as a teacher in the classroom is to guide my students to create stress-free learning environment, Mm -hmm. and most importantly, to instill love of learning in them.
4: I think one of my strengths is empathy and compassion because we've got kids only for two days. We can't make a, a real deep connection But Mm -hmm. as I have the kids come through, I can joke with them about stuff that I know in Korean culture. I've been here almost 15 years and my wife Mm -hmm. is Korean and I speak Korean so Mm -hmm. I can make jokes and touch on stuff culturally that they Mm -hmm. understand and they enjoy also i can kind of see in groups like if a kid is being picked on or something like that i can kind of change the situation it's only for two days but i can make it so a kid feels comfortable and feels safe Mm -hmm. in my classroom
1: Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. well i'm sensing a theme here. (laughs) yes, It's almost as if all of our guests today talked to each other ahead of time and decided that they would mention rapport building as their strength, (laughs) which
7: (laughs) which listeners, you
1: know,
0: we promised they had no idea who else would be on the episode. So they Mm. couldn't have organized like that, but, (laughs) but yeah, pretty crazy that everybody focused on this affective,
1: this, this human side of teaching, Mm -hmm. but it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. If a teacher is dedicated to their craft, this is often one of the aspects that they'll focus on Mm -hmm. honoring the human definitely helps to create an environment that is conducive to learning. Mm -hmm. As Sherry said, safety is key key. She said it though, not me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but no matter how strong of a teacher we are, there
8: are always challenges. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really hard to motivate and engage every student in the learning process. Moreover, it's difficult to allocate sufficient amount of time to different stages of the lesson. So true. But I constantly work on my teaching skills, and try to improve them on
6: a daily basis Mm. when it comes to uh, mixability classes it's quite challenging for me dealing with a lot of students with different levels some of them are lower level learners some of my students are just back from an english-speaking country like the us or the uk Mm-hmm. So they're difference fluent there. in english so you know this gap is really challenging mm-hmm, the true. other one is time management i lose <laughs> the track of time and then uh-huh. i just look at my watch and I say well, oh my god
3: unfortunately we just <laughs> okay. have two hours a week for teaching we need more time to spend on learning English and also teaching English, but our educational system provides us just with two hours a week. Another challenge is the EFL context itself, because the students have to learn English just in the classroom and outside the classroom. They do not access any possibility to contact with others who speak English
4: one of my problems is we've got students who don't necessarily want to be there they don't Uh want to learn english they don't care and they like to show that displeasure by disrupting the class or getting the other kids to not pay attention Mm -hmm. and that's the hardest thing for me especially since my korean is not a hundred percent fluent and i've had kids who when i tell them something in english nothing i try and tell them in korean and they come back with a whole bunch of Korean really fast. So occasionally I have to I have to call on a Korean mm-hmm. teacher, and say, hey, can you come in and talk with the kid and just tell them kind of what's going on?
5: Yeah, get some help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Classroom management and motivation is always a challenge, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mixed level classes always challenging, right? Same with time management.
0: Yeah. Especially when the system you're working in only gives you so many hours with the students.
1: Yeah. And what interested me here are the unique challenges of English as a foreign language, EFL context. Yeah. Sama in Iran brought up how learners don't have a chance to interact with other English speakers as much as they might in an ESL context. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a barrier.
0: Well, and you know, uh, Sama is a native speaker of the local language Persian, mm. Mm. but Dustin also works in an EFL context in Korea. And um, as he mentioned, however advanced his Korean skills are, that language barrier always comes into play. Mm -hmm. I remember encountering that when teaching lower level English classes uh, in in a French high school. Mm. Uh, There was one class where I definitely felt kind of ganged up on as the only non-native speaker of French in the room. Mm. No matter how good my French was, it was, you know, it was hard to assert my authority while keeping English learning at the center
1: of the class period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds really challenging. Um, Mm, This whole discussion also brings up the issue that. When you and your students all speak the same language, it's Mm. hard to encourage them to express themselves in English when they know that they can ask you for help in their native language. Yes. I know that there have been times when I was teaching uh, Spanish speaking students that I've regretted sharing with them that I speak Spanish. Mm. You know, what I envisioned as only positive actually turned into something else that I had to manage in the classroom.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So...
1: (laughs) Beyond classroom management,
0: our friends also brought up some of the challenges that of coming back from remote learning and some of the behind the scenes issues of 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 keeping programs going.
5: The main challenge that I face in my classroom after COVID pandemic is that some of my students are not willing to make their presentations in a face to face mode. Yeah. What I try here is to make them leave their comfort zone and this is the comfort mm-hmm. zone that they have shaped while being online yeah, yeah when i had online classes i used to integrate a lot of digital applications but now i have more face-to-face discussions with my students mm-hmm. we are all facing psychological difficulties after pandemic and it's a common Mm. thing for many students in different parts of the world so Mm. teachers role is very important here in the
2: united states this is not unique to my particular context but the previous administration plus covid Mm. have resulted in a huge decrease in the number of international students coming
6: to the United
2: States specifically Mm -hmm. to learn English, Mm -hmm. and that's resulted in job insecurity Mm. uh, for a lot of us, and that's probably the biggest challenge that we're facing.
1: Wow. Yeah. COVID has had a deep effect on Mm -hmm. both students and teachers in the classroom and on the general state of English teaching and learning worldwide, right? Yeah, it truly has. Mm -hmm. And
0: what Heather said about IEP enrollment and job Mm -hmm. security for English language teachers in the U.S., it reminds me a lot of our conversation with Lina Yorkunas, uh, mm-hmm. episode 35, be brave mm-hmm. enough to say I don't
1: know. Mm-hmm. such a good episode and conversation. Yeah, and yeah. 3 years into it, the pandemic is still unfolding in different ways around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I- I'm sure we'll be feeling the repercussions of the pandemic for years and years to come. Definitely. Mhm. We also wanted to bring up some context-specific challenges that Zimkita brought up, Mm -hmm. uh, a topic very near and dear to our hearts, trauma in the classroom.
9: Being in Iraq, we face a lot of challenges in general. I mean, it is a country that constantly has proxy wars. There's always something that's happening politically that does have an effect on the society, whether socially, economically, or religiously. Iraq is a country that has Mm -hmm. gone through a lot of trauma and Mm -hmm. unrecognized trauma. Your students, they might be having a bad day. It is a bad day in the entire country. It's Mm -hmm. undiagnosed. So Mm -hmm. you have a lot of students walking around with severe mental health problems Mm -hmm. that are not being addressed and they manifest in very difficult ways and once we're able to understand what the students is going through or being able to share that with parents or be able to share that with the student it really does help make them feel better it makes them feel that they have a purpose in life mm-hmm. because being in Iraq, often the idea of purpose can be forgotten. A lot yeah. of times our students mm-hmm. simply don't have a lot of motivation when they cannot get out of the country. If they don't have the necessary resources to yeah. do that and they end up being stuck in Iraq, they really feel a sense of hopelessness and helplessness. Mm-hmm. So there's this constant struggle where people feel like things never can get solved. My mm. biggest thing has been to emphasize to our students that you have the power to help bring yeah. about the change. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we win when our students stay mm-hmm. and they try to achieve by implementing the knowledge that they've learned to create and to cultivate a better society. And that's, that's where I believe we, we win.
1: Wow. <laughs> such powerful words. Yeah. And so Sadly, so many people around the world have experienced or are currently experiencing destabilizing events. Mm. As Zim mentioned, it really has an impact on their, their mental health. Yeah.
0: And, and as a result on their learning and motivation.
1: Yeah. I'd love to get a few of our listeners in a room or on Zoom to mm. exchange the wisdom and resilience they've been built up yeah. over the years as they've weathered the array of challenges they and their students have undergone and how to maintain high spirits and spur learning all at the same time. There's oh my gosh. Going on. Oh my gosh. Yes. They would have
0: so much to share and support each other with.
1: We hope that this episode might inspire more conversations among listeners. Hint, hint. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... To wrap up our
0: episode today,
1: we asked our friends
0: of the podcast to share what they want the world to know about their teaching context. Mm. Let's start with Amir.
6: There are people in the new generation who are YouTubers, also they're gamers. Mm. So they're really good at English due to the technology and uh, social media, these kind of things. They're usually very good at colloquial language. Makes but sense. when it comes to academic use of language, they know nothing about it because yeah. mm-hmm. they acquired language from games, YouTube. So uh, that's something which is going on nowadays in Iran. There's another thing which is interesting about Iranian English learners, they usually insist on having an American or a British accent.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting that Amir mentioned students' insistence on American or British accents. Yeah. That's definitely something I've experienced elsewhere in the world, a nasty symptom of linguistic imperialism. Or,
0: or imperialism in general. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. For more on that, check out our two earlier episodes on the topic of Language and Power, episode mm-hmm. 18, which is a book review on Dr. Suhanthi Matha's book, Race, Empire, and English Language Teaching.
1: Mm-hmm. And also episode 13 called The Delicate Dance of English. Good stuff from the archives. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> Our
0: friends also told us about how they are able to rise above the challenges of a turbulent world
3: if you review the news these days you know we have other problems in our country to teach uh, students however however my students and i uh, have good relationship we are friends together i have good students
5: they are very active and smart Mm -hmm. and they are eager to learn as i said i work at international university um Mm -hmm. and my teaching context here is based on multiculturalism Mm. i do have students from different countries with different cultural backgrounds and different opinions about life Mm. we all respect the differences and Mm. value Mm. each other's opinions but we all agree on one thing There is no place for war in our century and the Mm. smartest Mm. minds from the classroom can make the world a better place to live. So, Mm. yeah, nothing different. We are the same people here and we would love to hear your voices as well.
1: Love how positive Sama and Eka both are. Mm. They're both so focused on peace and support and Mm. the unique strengths and relationships that we bring to the table.
0: Yeah, I, Sama in particular, I just love how positive she is. Whatever mm-hmm. your opinions are, whatever so-called side you're on in yeah. what's going on in Iran right now or on any other nation under duress, mm-hmm. being in a state of civil unrest or war will challenge your capacity as a teacher. Yes. Teachers, you know, teachers are often the brave faces that students see every day. Mm-hmm. And so we want to acknowledge teachers around the world and the empathy
1: and strength they bring to the classroom every day. It's beautiful that through it all, Sama is focused on the positive relationship she has with her students and how motivated they are to learn English. Yeah,
0: and, and, and Eka, Eka brought another great quote to us today (laughs) there is no place for war in our century
1: Mm -hmm. i love that and echo wasn't the only guest that mentioned the impact of war Mm. what do i want the world to know about iraq and also
9: kurdistan is that our students are incredibly resilient i have never met a group of people that have gone through so much And yet being able to wake up, come to class because they see that there's a purpose and that there's Mm. some kind of a reward. To see young people being able to process all of the tragedy and still get up and being able to do that, that is pretty unique. The youth of Iraq has a lot to give. And it's a sad thing when there's a stigma attached to a country or a population. Mm -hmm. Our students try very hard to bring about change, to be a positive influence in their society. Mm -hmm. And I want the world to know that war does not benefit anybody. The Iraqi war has ended a while ago, but still the effects of it are very evident. And I think I want the world to know that Iraq deserves a chance for a normal life.
7: And finally, what I want the world to know about (laughs) my students. First of all, I'll say about the Afghan students These Uh women are incredibly resilient, strong, Mm -hmm. motivated, and a lot of fun. Uh, And what I want teachers to know is that you get to have support. I think as teachers, we just feel we have to do it all. Mm -hmm. And as we know, the last couple years in particular have been extremely challenging. And teachers get to lean in to get the support so that they, in turn, can be supporting their students.
1: Resilience, Yeah, incredible. The resilience Zimkita and Sherry are reporting on. I love how they sing the praises of their Iraqi and Afghan students who have mm. been through just so much, but show so much strength. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: I, I also appreciate that Sherry mentioned this need for empathy and, and support.
1: You for know? teachers, too. Right? Yeah. It's been tough for some more than others, but we're all here for each other. So thank you, listeners, for being loyal friends of the podcast. And thanks for this
3: group. And I'm very happy to be here.
2: I want to thank you for all of your work on the Teacher Think Aloud podcast and Happy New Year. And I'm looking forward to all of the interesting and engaging content that you've got in store for us in 2023.
0: Thank you to all of the wonderful friends of the podcast who were willing to be vulnerable (laughs) and share about their
1: teaching with us today. We appreciate you all. If you liked what you saw here today, give this video a thumbs up on YouTube Mm -hmm. and share the episode with a friend or colleague, please.
0: (laughs) And if you related to any of the speakers here today or disagreed, (laughs) we we hope you'll leave a comment on YouTube Mm -hmm. or write to us at teacherthinkaloud at gmail.com.
1: We welcome your reflections, questions, and ideas. Oh,
0: and I know you can't see it. Very well, but model, if, model if, it, if show you, them. Uh, yeah, I can't see my head, but If you liked my shirt, if you like my shirt and you want one, uh, Shay, why aren't you wearing yours?
1: If you like my shawl, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, well, uh, but I've got a sticker, oh, a massive good. sticker here. Good, good enough, I
0: suppose. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, I'm sorry. Well, regardless, we're linking our shop in the description and show notes in case you'd like to support your favorite podcast for Reflective Pedagogy.
0: <laughs> oh, and don't forget to subscribe below mm-hmm. on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really any platform any you're platform. on, just subscribe. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: we've got a fantastic lineup of guests and episode topics for 2023. We're totally booked out. We're super excited. We can't wait to share them with you. Thanks so much
0: for joining us on the Teacher Think Aloud podcast. And until next
1: time, happy teaching and happy reflecting.